to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings in the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 1077 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning. It's Megan. Looking forward to today. It's Thursday after all. So Thursday mornings with Eric. Uh, This week has really flown by. I think that getting used to being back on the mainland from the Hawaiian vacation um, I thought it was going to take me a while to get used to things, but you know, life keeps on ticking. And next thing you know, you close your eyes, open them up and it's Thursday. So Eric's coming in to join me for the latter half of the show. Looking forward to chatting with him about all sorts of things. Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, Eric's top headlines, all those fun things and more. I hope you're waking up feeling great. It's going to be an absolutely beautiful day today really out of the ordinary for February 10th, but we're going to talk more about your forecast coming up here pretty soon in the show. Um, Let's chat about Winterfest coming up next because that's one of my favorite events. And even though it's going to be nearly 70 degrees today, Winterfest is right around the corner. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Good morning, it's Megan. Right around the corner is the On Point Community Credit Union Oregon Winterfest. We're just about a week away. It kicks off February 18th and is with us the 19th and the 20th. It's a three-day festival. Winterfest has got to be one of my favorites. I love all the ice sculptures and the fire pit sculpting competitions. The music is fantastic. Did you know that Bone Thugs and Harmony is going to be headlining on Friday night? Plus, instead of being in the old mill, this year they're switching it up and headed to the fairgrounds. Nice, big, open area, lots of space. The vendors are absolutely amazing. You know, everybody's been tucked in for the winter, working in all their amazing artesian things, and they're getting ready to sell it at Winterfest. It is so much fun. Don't worry, I've got your tickets. I'm going to start giving those tickets away starting next week. So stick around for your chance to win Oregon Winterfest tickets, all thanks to On Point Community Credit Union. Coming up next, a check of your forecast as well as your daily news beat. But man, you know, no rain in the forecast, even though today's day is National Umbrella Day, which, you know, has a sweet spot in my heart being from Western Washington where it rains all the time. But when you grow up in it, you don't even realize that (laughs) there's any other way to live. You just kind of assume everybody in the world is living in this gray town. (laughs) It really wasn't that bad. Ultimately, um, you know, we never really used umbrellas. And I know Portland's the same way. You know, they always kind of joke about it, that in the valley, nobody uses umbrellas in the valley. Um, And same type of thing in Western Washington. However, one thing we did, my high school graduation, it was at a St. Martin's University, really amazing uh, pavilion that we were in. And um, our class president, Jasmine Jordan, which was like her birthday a couple of days ago. So happy birthday, Jasmine. Um, she's in L.A. But anyhow, she sang um, Rihanna's Umbrella while all of us um, ha- were hiding an umbrella under our gowns, under our graduation gowns. So as soon as she started singing that song, we all pulled out our gowns There's, or pulled out umbrellas under our gowns. There's probably 300 of us. It was so much fun. It was our own little little flash mob, if you will, and something that was totally planned by our class. It re- went really great. So in honor of that, as well as National Umbrella Day, might as well, Rihanna, umbrella on the beat. Good morning. It's Megan. Let's take a look at today's news beat. Sisters Ranger District is conducting a prescribed burn today if favorable conditions persist. Ignitions will begin around 10 a.m. on 67 acres, two and a half miles southeast of Sisters. Smoke will be visible from Highway 20. However, impacts are expected to be minimal. Also, first story on behalf of their building partner, Hayden Homes, is awarding the Family Access Network a $5,000 grant. These funds will help families who are low-income living in poverty or experiencing homelessness in Deschutes County. 
taking a look at your forecast today. We've been talking about it all week because it's like kind of shocking. Looks like 70 degrees today. Seriously, I'm not joking. Um, <laughs> 70 degrees in Prineville as well as in Sisters. It'll be very warm, clear conditions. I went up skiing yesterday and it is very spring skiing, you know, that kind of corn skiing. Some kind of some slushy areas, but mostly, I mean, it was gorgeous yesterday. It's just we're not really used to spring like conditions at the beginning of February. So here we are going to enjoy this day. We're going to get a 70 degree day in the beginning of February. We're going to go have a picnic outside and uh, just enjoy the sunshine. We will dip down to the low 50s tomorrow right before our weekend warms up a little bit again. Um, but yeah, no snow or rain in the immediate forecast anyway. I'm wearing a bright pink sweater because I thought it's still kind of cold, but I really want to celebrate the sunshine. Currently in Bend, it's 38, 33 in Prineville, and 28 in Sisters. Let's chat about Wordle. This brand new app, it's like taking the world by storm, you know, one user at a time. And I'm starting to see it creep into social media. People are sharing their resu- results from Wordle. If you have no idea what I'm talking about. Don't worry. I'll catch you up. Coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Let's chat about Wordle. It's starting to creep in on social media. I'm seeing people share their scores on Wordle. And uh, it's becoming, I think, maybe the most popular app and game of this year, or at least in the beginning of the year. You, you never know. Things could change. Sure enough, I downloaded Wordle yesterday. And I only have so much patience for new games, which is really a bummer. It's like I have a short attention span, which we've discussed before. I think I definitely do. But word um, searches aren't really my jam anyhow. Um, and, you know, Jeopardy's never been my game. Nope. it's not. I don't think it ever, it ever will be my game. Plus, with all these other people winning it over and over again, I don't think I ever want to compete against that, compete against them. Wordle. Let's chat about it. If you haven't played this online game, the goal is to guess a five-letter word in six tries. Now, if you guess the right letter in the right place, the tile turns green. If the right letter is in the wrong place, it turns yellow. Now, a gray tile means that the letter isn't the word at all. Now, Josh Wardle is a software engineer in Brooklyn. He created the game to kill time with his partner, but when he made it available to the public, it just took Three months to rack up two million regulars. So what's the allure, right? Experts have some idea. Ideas, not just one. (laughs) Here's one. Everyone's connected. Everyone who plays Wordle gets the same puzzle on the same day. So a player in Australia and a player in Alaska know just how tough or how easy the other person had it. Now, it's also shareable, like how I've been seeing friends on social media who are posting their uh, results um, on uh, from Wordle on the apps. Now, it's also not a time suck. Wordle can only be played once a day. So it isn't as addictive as most online games. Productivity coach Juliet Pope says it's a very small product because people know that if they get hooked, they can't waste more than a few moments each day. I mean, that's pretty darn good, right? Something that's not going to be a time suck, but maybe just something to challenge your mind in a different way for a hot second. Do a little word game. As long as it doesn't frustrate you, to be quite honest, I think this would frustrate me more than give me this like escape from what everything is happening. Um, but give it, give it a shot. I think my mom would actually enjoy this. So mom, if you're listening, you love word searches and you're very good with that. It's too bad I didn't get that gene, but ultimately we can't really do much about that now. Download Wordle. <laughs> Because some businesses are still having a hard time hiring employees and keeping them around, um, certain certain employers are changing the rules on who they hire 
and bending them a little bit because it opens up their uh, pool to be able to hire from if they don't have such strict rules and regulations. We'll talk more about this coming up next, but I'll give you a question to think about for right now. What's the most extreme, unusual, or demanding job you ever had as a teenager? All the hits, 1077 The Beat. So as you all know, COVID has interrupted the supply chain, making it difficult for companies to get their stuff to us. You know, the people who buy and use it. Well, things have gotten so bad that teenagers are now driving big rigs in a test program to see if these supply chain shortages can be solved safely. Now, currently, truckers who cross state lines must be at least 21 years old, but this new program would let 18 to 20-year-old truckers drive outside their home states. We'll see how it goes. But the big question here is, what's the most extreme, unusual, or demanding job you ever had as a teenager? The only thing that really, the first thing that came to mind was working at Best Buy during a Black Friday. That was very extreme, especially in 2008 when DVDs were still a thing. DVDs were like at the height of their popularity. So DVDs, Black Friday, these stacks of DVDs that people would come through in the lines on Black Friday. It was very extreme, very unusual and quite demanding, (laughs) but also kind of a good time. We all survived. Thursday morning. So it's Thursday mornings with Eric. He's coming in to join me. Looking forward to catching up with him. We have lots to chat about. Valentine's Day. It is around the corner. I'm curious to know if him and Z celebrate what they might have planned or if it's a big old secret. Um, We'll ask him. Also, Super Bowl, which is right before Valentine's Day. Strange move on all that part, but we'll discuss that, I'm sure, as he'll be joining me for the latter half of this show. Your Daily News Beats next. Check out that forecast as well. We'll see if there's any rain anytime soon. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Good morning, it's Megan. Take a look at today's news beat. City Club of Central Oregon is hosting a forum on cracking open the childcare crisis. Panelists will discuss the structural, economic, and regulatory barriers to creating more childcare options in Central Oregon. The forum will be held in person as well as live streaming on City Club of Central Oregon's YouTube channel Thursday, February 17th. Also, Craft Roaster, Tower Coffee and Shepherd's House Ministries are partnering to help those overcoming trauma, addiction, and homelessness through Shepherd's House Coffee Club. 50% of a purchase of Tower Coffee will go directly to Shepherd's House. You can buy Tower Coffee in stores. The Coffee Club is a monthly subscription of two, four, and six packs of beans delivered to your door. Taking a look at your forecast today looks like highs right around 69, 70 degrees. It's like hard to believe it's February 10th and here we are feeling very spring-like. Didn't that didn't that groundhog come out and say that we had six more weeks of winter? There's still hope for some more snow, which we could really use. Although I went up yesterday, I mean, it was beautiful. We just need some new snow. It's too early to really be celebrating spring skiing. Um, so hopefully, you know, after this, in the meantime, we are allowed to enjoy it though. It's going to be 70 degrees, sunny, and our overnight lows will be in the upper 30s. Currently in Bend, it's 39, 36 in Prineville, and 33 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by Bend Women's Expo. Ladies, grab your tribe and gather to celebrate women, community creators, and small businesses. Share your gifts and services with the women of Central Oregon by becoming a vendor for Bend or Bend's Women's Expo 2022, April 16th at the Riverhouse. BendWomensExpo.com for details. Yeah. 
Megan in the Morning listeners, put your hands together for this entertainer, content creator, and media professional man. It's Thursday mornings with Eric. He's back in the house. I'm here. I've never left, really. I actually set up a little campsite outside the building. I just kind of stay. <laughs> That's why the studio audience is always here yeah. prompt, because they follow your lead. They know that I'll just be here. They stay <laughs> yeah. here with me. We've got a very uh, devoted group of followers. We sure do. All thanks to you, really. You know, the studio audience is a thing I just thought would be a great idea, so we brought it in. Everyone loved it, so we keep doing the bleachers it. bleachers that we have if now are part of the building. Yeah, if you're listening and you want to be a part of the studio audience, just, just send us a DM. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we forgot where to put you in this very small yeah. room. <laughs> How are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. I'm enjoying the unseasonably warm weather, even though I know it's bad for everyone and everything. I know. Isn't that the tough thing? <laughs> yeah. You want to like take your shirt off and run around and be like, let's catch some vitamin D. But yeah. in the meantime, you're like, what does this mean for August? Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, I feel it coming in the air, but it also, the air feels good right now. So feels really I'm trying good. to keep the windows down. I know. I'm wearing a bright pink sweater to celebrate the sunshine to say. It feels today, sunny. Because it's sunny. And mm-hmm. we went up skiing yesterday, Lucy and I, my nine-year-old friend. Uh, she, she's crushing it. But it's very spring-like skiing. Yeah. Which is, I love it. Yeah. But at the same Different time. Different snow. Yeah. Yeah. At the you're same like, time, huh. you're like, it's February. This, the weather shouldn't be changing yet. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. And didn't that like groundhog come out and say? Apparently the groundhog uh, didn't see a shadow, which I think means more winter. Yeah. Six weeks of winter. Um, but I think then apparent, I'm not sure about this. I have to triangulate. But I think the original groundhog that they use, I don't know if it's the same one every year, but the one they've been using, mm-hmm. I think is has died. Oh. So we got a new guy? So like. I don't know if we can, I mean, I think this was his last Groundhog's Day, as it were. I think he died post-day, which was last, last week or something. Oh, my God. Um, Puxitani we... Phil is his name. There we go. Uh, I knew it was in there somewhere. Either way. So, rest in peace, Groundhog, and maybe next year we'll get a different one. Yeah, maybe Groundhog's Day is just over. Oh, wow. I mean, I don't think that's After true, but no one, these no one cares anymore. No one really does. No one don't pays make attention. It it's not even a trending deal. hashtag on Twitter. It isn't? No. See, I'm so glad that you are up on the times on that. <laughs> I'm not even in the realm of Twitter, and I'm glad to know that he's not even trending on Twitter. He wasn't. The knowledge that you learn. Having Eric on the show, which he's going to be with me for the remainder of it, and I'm sure uh, you know, you're know you really excited to talk about Valentine's Day with I me am. and Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and then of, co- of course you have your top headlines. I always do. Great. All this and more coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Now, over the weekend, I got a chance to hang out with Eric's parents, visited yep. their beautiful home in Hawaii, and your amazing wife. We had just the best girl time. I mean, it looked like you guys had a nice time. Running around in that convertible. It yeah. was so fun. That's a, that's a hallmark of my wife. Whenever we rent a car, if there's one of those $20 upgrades to get a, <laughs> uh, a convertible or something, she always does it. Well, I get it Without now. fail. Yes, it makes so much sense. We had the best time rolling around. <laughs> and your mom, what a blast. Your dad, great stories from both both of them yeah. and it was really fun because I got to hear all the kids stories uh-huh. I got to see the photo album that's what I was worried about to be <laughs> honest with you but I'm sure they were fun they were really fun and what's really fascinating I mean on so many levels is uh, your dad had this amazing cattle ranch mm-hmm. out by Burns yep. 120,000 acres yep it was a big big place huge and you got a chance to go out there and wrangle some cattle yeah that was in fact it was kind of the whole family's summer job for like years really uh, we would go out there at least for a portion of summer and help and be there and um, I went a couple times during wintertime to help with my dad as well. And, you know, it was a lot of everything from like building fences, building and fixing fences to actual working with cattle. Yeah. To, it was a working guest ranch as well. So we had people. So it wasn't a dude ranch in the sense that there was like really nice amenities, but there were horses you could ride and there was cattle work to be done. And there was a great place to eat. Yeah. So people will come from overseas, typically from Europe, and come learn how to cowboy for a week. And that was vacation to them. That is um, also wild. So, so I was also like teaching adults how to ride at that age, which was another fun uh 
quirk of that lifestyle. I bet. It was fun. Now, what was kind of like maybe a moment where you were really proud of yourself, something that you accomplished, you've been working really hard on? I mean, being a cowboy is very difficult. They it is. sure make it look easy. It like is. figure skaters make figure skating look easy, you know? It is. It's a it's a type of thing that no like very few people get to experience anymore. It's a it's a it certainly is like a way of life. It's very grueling and intense and physical. Uh, I never, you know, I never did it month after month, year after year. So I can't really talk, but, uh, you know, just, you know, after fixing what feels like a mile and a half of fences, uh, and then having a mile and a half more and then seeing everyone ride by on, on horseback is it's a, it's its own form of punishment as well as love, but you're out in the, in the beautiful wilderness. And, um, I think, I think probably the thing I miss most about it is, is riding, uh, riding horses so frequently. Yeah. I mean, you ride not for an hour or on a trail ride. You're riding all day long Wow, out in the mountains, trailering out, trailering home. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely miss that part of it. Well, it's a really neat part of your childhood, I'm sure. It was, I mean, second to none in terms of experiences that people often in these days don't get to have. Yeah. Uh, so cool. Really special. Thursday mornings with Eric and the big topic coming up next is Valentine's Day. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> now, I want to know if you guys celebrate it. You can let me know now. Yeah, we celebrate. We uh, we don't usually go nuts, but we definitely celebrate. Okay, great. Uh, I am also curious. Don't ask this. Don't tell me this one. If there's any traditional things or things that you avoid doing. Uh, and, Good question. Do uh, you have any tips of the trade when it comes to Valentine's Day? Always got tips. <laughs> coming up next. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Okay, Valentine's Day is right around the corner. It is. Now, are you and Z celebrating? We are. We always celebrate a little bit. Um, if nothing else, we'll like get together and do an activity or we'll exchange something small for each other. Yeah. Um, this year, we are, we're going snowshoeing the day before, which should be really fun. Oh, that'll be really fun. We're going neat. on like a snowshoeing excursion, which is really fun. And then uh, the next day, I have a little surprise plan. So I don't oh. want, in case she's listening, I don't want to say what it is. Oh, okay. Can you tell me if it's like a gift or an uh, like an activity? I can, but here's basically, but the, it leads me to my point, which, which you were asking if I have tips. Yes. It's basically what I did for my surprise is I made something. It's not a physical thing. It's more of an experience. Okay. But my tip for people is if you're going to, you know, buy a gift is great or go to dinner is great. Do whatever you're going to do, but also make something. It can be small, like and it can be an experience uh -huh. or it can be a physical thing that's relevant to whomever. But like put some elbow grease in it. That oh. goes so far. Yeah. Putting in that extra effort because it, it's not like you don't have to be some Customize magnificent. It artist yeah. you don't have to be it doesn't have to be a piece of art like it can be like take them to a place that's significant and have a little surprise lined up whatever Ooh, it is that's nice just put in a little bit of effort it goes so far you don't have to be a you know you don't have to do a Cyrano de Bergerac thing where it's super mm -hmm. romantic and just do something right it really goes a long way I had a friend of mine tell me that her boyfriend set up a scavenger hunt yeah that's fun that's fun or even a like you know a picnic that was already like pre-set up yeah and they, I've like, done that arrived. before that's, that's a fun really one sweet. it's really easy it doesn't have to last forever it doesn't have to be like overwhelmingly delicious or amazing food just the thought and the action of going through it preparing yeah. it doing it goes so far well, at Costco, I'll tell you this much. There's these like outdoor Pendleton blankets and I had the hardest time choosing which one because all the Pendleton I think is great, which is really too <laughs> oh, bad because yeah. what a brand. Oh, yeah. But in the end of the day, I was thinking I'm going to get this Pendleton blanket because this will encourage us to go on more picnics. That yes. was the goal. There you go. So I think that that would be really sweet. A Pendleton blanket is a must for a picnic. <laughs> you better start there and then Valentine's Day's covered. There you go. <laughs> Hey, Eric, what do you think about Super Bowl being the day before Valentine's Day? 
it's you know it's uh, <laughs> well it's gonna make things complicated for people for sure uh, it's probably gonna do great like it's gonna you think so it might do better because of when it is now because I think people are like buzzing about it a little bit they're like oh can you believe they put it on Valentine's That's actually so a good it's point. it's got kind of a hook to it uh-huh. um, but yeah it's not ideal it's not ideal no. okay let's talk more about it coming up next plus I want to know if you're doing anything for Super Bowl this Sunday okay coming up next Eric, it's so epic. You're the the whole band. I was in my own music video. I was playing the drums. I was directing the band. I was doing all of it. You're doing all of it. Super Bowl Sunday coming up this Sunday. Are you excited for it? I am. I love the Super Bowl. Uh, I love it for the reasons everyone loves it. I usually don't have a dog in the fight because I'm from Oregon. And so I don't feel like it. I feel like I, while I love the NFL, I haven't picked a team because uh-huh. it doesn't feel genuine. I get that you know what too. I mean? But I'm excited. I love it. I love the commercials. I love the fanfare. Yeah. yeah, fanfare. It's fun. I love the food. Yep. Super Bowl's fun that way. Are you guys planning on anything? Um, I think we're just going to go hang out at a friend's house. It's super Perfect. pretty low key. Yeah. Bring some wings, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that's a good way to celebrate, yeah. I think. I think it'll be fun. The Bengals are in it. I know nothing other than the fact they haven't been in it in a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm rooting for. I mean, it's an underdog story. Uh, yeah. Bengals fans are, are wild, and I'm kind of excited for them. <laughs> are they really? Yeah, there's a, there's, a real, there's a real fanfare around Bengals fans with the Who Day thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and they, you know, they have a real identity because, again, they haven't been at the high level for a number of years. So now that they're, you know, swirling around competition, they're like really excited and I want them to experience what it feels like to win a championship. I think that will be an extra bonus of fun too. Now, who are they playing? They're playing the Rams. Great. Yeah. And as it happens, I believe the halftime show is going to be quite a spectacle. Oh, then there's that. Yeah. There's going to be like, I think it's like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and Ludacris and a whole bunch of people. Mary J. Blige. That was the other one I was trying to think of. Yeah. Um, gosh, we're probably missing one. I don't know, maybe we covered them. I that think might have five. been it. Yeah, and I think I think people are mostly saying like, can we just make the halftime show longer, please? <laughs> That's gonna be awesome because it's gonna be like all, all the people around yeah. our age are like so excited for the halftime show, the and all the young seat. kids are like, why are all these old people doing the <laughs> halftime show? Coming up next, Eric's top headlines. We have a missing mascot and an unlikely author. <laughs> wow. Maybe the mascot became the author. You never know until you listen up next. He researches across the globe, near and far, discovering new stories you've never heard of. It's Eric's Top Headlines. You know what? It is. And this first one is really good. Uh, it's local. So this is a Portland, Oregon story. Really? Uh, but it's also kind of a tragedy. Oh. So um, if you're familiar with the Portland Pickles, the minor league baseball team. Oh, yeah. They actually have lost their mascot. Uh-oh. Yeah. They're, and, and now the reason I like this story so much is because the headline is amazing. Portland Pickles face Dill Emma over stolen mascot. Oh. Yes. Every day, that's an immediate yes for me. If you're going to pun in the headline... I'm going to put it on the show. That is a fantastic it's, headline. It's an immediate yes. So the theft occurred right after the mascot costume got lost on a Delta Airlines flight from the Dominican Republic. They were playing overseas, oh. doing some exhibitions games. Super cool. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, then the, the airlines found the bag uh, and delivered it to the Pickles office after hours. So then the camera footage at the office caught a porch pirate, which is a term for someone who steals <laughs> luggage or a pickling, packages. A pickling porch pirate? Yeah, a, a, yeah, yeah. apparently. A pickling porch pirate. <laughs> Uh, a very briny one at that. Oh my Stole God. the package at 5 a.m. 
And the <gasps> video shows the person they can't identify them because they're wearing uh, headphones and a hood and a backpack and all that stuff. Uh, but then, and when asked about the theft, they just said they said just we just want him back. He's irreplaceable. Yeah. The general manager said Dylan is as weird as Portland, so it just fits in really well. And the funny thing is that I didn't realize I was reading this and I was like, "Who is Dylan? Dylan? Dylan is the name of the pickle." I just had the same reaction. <laughs> yeah. I go, "Wait, did I miss who's Dylan?" For just so many reasons, I just love every piece of this story. And then the Portland Pickles, of course, tweeted uh, the video of the theft. You know, asking anyone to identify if they could, and then they filed a police report. And they expect to find the, the mascot costume, but it is a one of a kind costume. They can't just remake it. Wow. So they're going to have to reinvent the mascot a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Well, it's, what I'm really wondering here is what is this guy going to do with a Portland Pickles Dylan costume? I mean, for the fact that it is one of a kind. Yeah. I mean, he's probably going to pop up somewhere unexpected. And, and if he does it right, he could go viral with that. He really could. It's, I would hope you would. Yeah. You better make a big spectacle if you're just going to reappear as Dylan the Pickle. <laughs> because you are you can't go into hiding. You can't yeah. just like walk around in it and pretend like people don't see you. And I'm imagining there's like pickle hunting mercenaries all over PDX looking for Dylan <laughs> pickle the Pickle. Hunting people? <laughs> pickle hunting people. <laughs> <clears throat> but I like mercenaries. They're really doing it for I a think good pe- cause. I, I don't know how I missed people. Pickle hunting people is so much better than a mercenary. Uh, this next one's fun, too. So an eight-year-old author's book uh-huh. became a hit oh, wow. at an Idaho library. This is just like the, this is just wholesome and adorable. Oh. An Idaho library said a book written and illustrated by an eight-year-old boy who personally placed it on the facility's shelves is now a waiting list of over 135 people who want oh, to check it out. Oh, my gosh. He's got a little bestseller in his hands. This is hilarious. The kid's name is Dylan. Of course it he is. He is not the pickle. No, he isn't. <laughs> Alex and Susan Helberg of Boise said their son Dylan announced the family in November that he'd written a book and secretly placed it in the stacks at the Lake Hazel branch of the Ada Community Library. How cute would that be? The if cutest. your kid's like, I wrote a book. It's at the library. You're like, my kid's a genius. So the, apparently he had written a, a couple of five to ten page long comic book, comic book style things where there's like pictures and words. Uh, but they were surprised to find out that he wrote he wrote an 88 page book. Oh, titled, titled The Adventures of Dylan Halberg Christmas and Christmas is spelled C-R-I-S-M-I-S. Oh. It's adorable. I bet. Uh, and the author credited, uh, the, the, the author is credited as Dylan himself. Oh. So again, it gets cuter and cuter. Um, the librarian, uh, when the parents called to see if they could get the book back because they wanted their, ch- their children's yeah. book, uh, she read it, thought it was adorable, loved it. She said, there's no way that you're getting it back. We're going to put it on the catalog. So it's now officially in the catalog at the wow. library. He's a published author. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I think it's really cute. The library made Dylan the first recipient of their Houdini Award for Best Young Novelist. Eight years old. So they created a little award for him, and there's a picture with him. And he is very excited. We've been feeling a lot of calls from publishers, said the parents. I'm not sure if their family has decided on anyone in particular, but a lot of calls to get published. Wow. So they're definitely looking at giving this kid a book deal. Oh. And look how cute he is. Oh, he's adorable. He's adorable. He's got these little pudgy cheeks. He's so cute. And he's really happy about his award. <laughs> so I thought that one was a win all the way around. And I, I love that, you know, you have such a good variety of stories yeah. from Guinness Book of World Records that might inspire somebody to also stand on a ball while, yeah. while juggling And grapes. that guy's from Idaho, too. There's a lot of good stuff going on in Idaho right Really now. good stuff going on in Idaho. Eventually, the pickle will be found. We hope that pickle gets found. Until then, if you want to become a published author, put your book in the library. And, and don't hide happens. the pickle. <laughs> Today's random question. Who is the most famous person you've ever met? Was it a thrill or a disappointment? I choose to tell the story that was a thrill. Okay. Um, I, as many of you know, I'm a stand-up comedian. 
And I was in LA for the first time ever at the time uh, doing a show at the Comedy Store. And I was very excited to be booked at the Comedy Store. It was very early in my career and I felt like I had lucked out. Uh, I was doing a room in the uh, show in the upstairs room, which is a little smaller, but it's a place where a lot of celebrities will drop in and bump the rest of the show and just do like an hour. Oh, cool. So uh, I'm near the end of the show and I'm supposed to be up next. The host comes over and says, hey, would you mind if we bump you for someone? And he comes and needs to do stuff. I'm like, what choice do I have? Sure. No problem. Uh, I look to my left and it's Bill Burr, comedian <gasps> Bill Burr, sitting You're right kidding. next to me with his notebook. He's like, what? hey, sorry, man. I'm, it's a, I hope you don't mind. I'm going to bump you. I'll try not to do an hour. And I was like, oh, no, it's totally fun. Oh. So he did a long set. He killed, of course. How am I going to look after Bill oh. Burr? Not great. But I did find, I did a quick little set afterwards. He waited past my set. He waited till the end of the show. Oh, my god! Thanked me again for bumping me. Wow. He said, you know, keep it up. Uh, I, don't think he, I don't think it lasted. He followed me on Instagram and uh -huh. then I think unfollowed me eventually. But it was really cool. And I was like, oh, my gosh, comedy is real. So that was a very thrilling moment for me. Wow. Oh, yeah. and so kind of him to he say was really after. kind yeah and, and, he, and thanked me again apologized for bumping said great job good work yeah keep in touch of course well, it was just cursory but still really hey. nice thing to hear for a new comic absolutely yeah. and i'm sure that in a lot of ways there was probably somebody that did that to him when totally. he was kind of climbing up the rankings that's kind of the unspoken agreement of that world and that doesn't always happen but sure. you know you want to kind of pay it forward bill burr it was cool wow yeah um, one that I'm thinking of, and I'm horribly embarrassed by it, Marlon Wayans. Oh, I interviewed. Why? That's awesome. <laughs> that I love Marlon Wayans. I interviewed Marlon Wayans because I had an internship at a community TV station in the Bay Area, nice. and so we had some rights to go interview for different movies. Yeah. I can't even think of the movie right now. Was, Honestly, was it White Chicks? No, it was after that. Okay. White Chicks was when we were like in high school. Still, the but Wayans brothers are hilarious to me, and always have been. So it was one. Of, it wasn't a scary movie. Anyhow, I'll come up with it later. But sure that. enough, it's like. Like the director's chairs across from each other and they have the lights above either one of us and the cameras as well. It's in a, just a hotel. How Went cool. To a hotel downtown San Francisco. I'm wearing these high heels and this short dress <laughs> because that's what it was in when I was 22. Yeah. And I uh, go to sit up on the chair, the director's chair, and he makes a joke. Or maybe I did absolutely flash him. I don't know. Yeah. He makes a joke before I'm even sitting in the chair, before it's even recording, before I'm able to have my three minutes, a very strict three minutes, which is a very short interview. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank God it was short because I was mortified. Yeah, you were like, My face oh turned red. I suddenly gained a weird accent. He asked if I was from the Midwest. <laughs> I'm not. I'm from Washington. And honestly, Eric, what I wanted to lead it into was we ha we have the same birthday. Yeah. I wanted to say, hey, guess what? We have the same birthday. And then we laugh about it. We go on with this interview. And never got to it. Never got to yeah, it. Yeah, because you were mortified. I blacked out. I don't remember the movie. I don't remember him. I have a picture with him. Yeah. But even then, I'm like still mortified when My I look at it. My palms are sweaty even hearing that story. <laughs> Isn't that awful? <laughs> Oh, Eric, it's always so fun having you in. Um, thank you for letting me go to Hawaii and visit with your family. Of course. Thank you for <laughs> filling the spot. I needed uh, someone to go and uh, absorb all of my parents' questions. It was a lot of fun <laughs> and getting to know them and hearing all the backstory of you and seeing all the great baby photos. Oh, and your boy. mom was like, I have a photo. Wait. Here's 100,000 of them. It's very cute. Yeah. Um, how are you celebrating the 70 degree day today? Well, I am going to pop over and do a little bit of work and then I'm hopefully going to get out into the uh, like the, the Klein Butte area with the dogs and take a little walk. Oh, and that's great. Let them run around and enjoy the sunshine. Now, tell me where Klein Butte is again. That's off. Uh, so out by Tumalo. So okay. you, uh, Cooley Road is like the first turn before oh, yeah. Tumalo. You take that all the way up to a couple of trailheads. There's one Tumalo Canal and then next one is... Uh, I believe called Maston Trailhead. Uh -huh. and if you drive past that, okay. it takes you out to Klein Butte. 
And it has like the most incredible view. It's got a great view. It's nice and wide open. It's right. a great place for off-leash dog walks. There's other people there, but usually are very spread out. Sure. Um, really like it there. And not too many hills or anything. Oh, right? yeah, pretty you're flat. Not, you're not like hiking up and down Klein yeah, View. It's, 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 it's basically flat. You get to see Klein View, but you don't go up it. I like it. Cool. Well, mm-hmm. have a great rest of your day. Tell Zia I said hi. Thank you. I will. Give those cute dogs a little love for me. I will. Um, and I'll talk to you all next Thursday. I'll see you then. Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.